What's going on, good people? Welcome to Read the Fine Print, the show. I am your host, Detravius Bethan. I got the official co-host for the day, Che Black. That's B-L-A-K. We got a uh, special guest, Black Panther, with a B-L-A-K. I'm surrounded by the black boys. They probably going to jump me or something like that. But, yo, tell, tell us who we got on the line, man. Introduce yourself. Uh, peace to everybody listening. It's brother Black Panther from the Monster Warrior Clan. Uh, glad to be on the show, brother. Thanks, and thanks, thanks for taking your time out to uh, the, the the do this thing, man. Shay, man, you you silent, man. What's up with you, man? Uh, not much, man. Uh, first of all, you know, I want to welcome the brother on the program, and uh, he said he's part of the Monster Warrior Clan. Before we get into anything further, could you uh, explain us something about the what the Monster Warrior Clan is? I'm sure a lot of uh, this brother's audience has no clue of what a Mossy Warrior is. I don't have a clue. So, okay. Uh, I am uh, one of the founding members of the Mossy Warrior Clan. We are a uh, African scholarship group dedicated to telling the story of Africa, uh, of all quadrants of Africa. Uh, We get into the culture, the history, the politics, the art expression, spirituality, uh, everything uh, in that nature. So uh, this is what we do. You can look us up on YouTube. Monster Warrior Clan is the YouTube channel. Uh, we draw inspiration from the historical Masi empire that's outlined in Chancellor Williams' book, uh, Destruction of Black Civilization. Uh, so Boy, that's, that's a little bit about us. Got you, Chancellor Williams. That's my joint, man. I like you already, man. So far, so far. That's yeah. my, one of my favorite books, Chancellor Williams. Uh, where, you, where you from, brother? Uh, originally born in uh, Long Beach, California, raised more in Atlanta, GA. Okay, where you stationed at now? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia is where I reside and call home, man. That's where uh, that's where I live. Got you. So, um, before we jump into what we what we got you, what we got you on here for multiple things, but what you think about the the the, the uh, current political climate? You what you um, what you think about the new? For I guess people calling the first black. Vice President. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had a black person in office yet. Oh shit! <laughs> you got you going? know you got to run with that and explain that. That's you that's fine. Bi- uh, you going biologically? You going you going biologically black, or you're saying black in in spirit or in in uh, best interest, like the the interest of black people? Let's let's stick with with uh, specific and simple biological uh, framework. Uh, you know, we do this thing in, in America where we support racism and we don't know we, that we do it. Uh, so if a black person gets with a white person, their children are automatically black. And we don't know that that stems from slavery when slave masters used to rape black women. And because he didn't want to take care of the child, they automatically became black. And that's from, you know, antiquity and, uh, you know, the, the part of history that America doesn't like to talk about. But that's racism. And we support it. Yeah, the one drop rule. You're talking about, you talking about, of, you know, we make up other types of excuses. Oh, you know, the black is dominant in the black. It's, it's, it's all folk etymology. It's not true. Uh, it can't be proved scientifically. It's just something that we carried over from slavery that we still uh support in this country because we don't know its roots. So a person who has another parent that is not black is a biracial person, uh, a mongrel, a uh, mulatto, these other words that mean biracial. So we haven't had a person in the White House with a black mother and a black father yet. And until we do, it's my opinion that we don't we haven't had one at all. Uh, and I honestly don't ever see that happening, but I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. What you talk about is for the listeners is what's called the one drop rule legally. So if you have one drop of black blood, you, blood, you were automatically considered black. And that Absolutely. definitely goes back to, uh, slavery. And I talk to Che about this all the time about how, um, even our, our speaking of white supremacy, strength and white supremacy. And that, that's one of the things that you, you just hit on, like, Basically, like we we already ab- abide by or accept that this one drop rule is automatically makes you black, and like you said, there's no genetic um, right. 
science. There's no science behind it. It's all social, political, and economic. And it's, and it's only one way. There's only one way. Yeah. Because, because if you took a DNA test and you had anywhere between 8% and 20% European and you, because of the MAF or the transatlantic slave trade, you would never assume that you were white. Right, right. Now you said the Maafa. That might be a term that- uh, uh, Great tragedy. Maafa means great tragedy. It's a uh, social political term that Pan-Africanists use to describe uh, the transatlantic slave trade. I knew what it was. I just want to make sure. Nah, yeah, I'm glad you said that because I didn't know it. I didn't know. So I, I'm I'm completely ignorant, brother. I, I claim to know nothing. <laughs> I just read a lot and think <laughs> now, a lot, but I claim to know. Before we go any further, because I know this brother, you know what yeah. I mean? And I got a respect, I got a tremendous respect for this brother. Some people are gonna be here saying I hear him talking about what gives the right, the what makes a person black. Is this guy a doctor? What kind of credentials do you have? Can you give us a little bit of your background as far as your particular studies? And you told us you're part of the Mossy Warrior Clan, but what, what is it that, that makes you qualified to speak on these vast topics that you be talking about and so passionate about? Okay, uh, well, first I wanna start by saying I'm an autodidact. If people don't know what that is, that's a person that is not formally trained by a university in a variety of subjects. Uh, Although I do hold a master's in uh, project management on, and a bachelor's in supply chain management. You said um, auto, auto autodidact. Uh, it's uh, one of our most famous. You hear, you hear, you hear, you hear this with a with a with a uh, with a SAT word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I knew what it was, but go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so autodidacts. We have many of them in our history as Black people, uh, people that are not formally trained that rose to you know expert level uh, expertise. For example, George Washington Carver would be an autodidact. He didn't go to school formally for botany, but you know, he was a botanist by all stretch of the imagination. Right, right. Uh, basically, um, methodology is king. Uh, when, when I study, when I research, when I uh, make certain arguments and methodology is either inductive reasoning, deductive reasoning, scientific method, depends on the topic. So once you get your methodology right, you can study almost any topic as long as you have your methodology right and you're humble enough to ask questions and you can uh, decipher things for yourself. Uh, a lot of things in academia are not written for the lay person. My advice to anybody that wants to get into, you know, higher academia, every term that you don't understand, just look it up. It'll take you a long time, but you'll gain the, 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 the mastery of the, language and how they write and what they mean when they say certain things and um i just wanted to make that clear but i am an autodidact i don't claim to be a doctor i don't claim to be a geneticist although i have many friends that are geneticists many friends that are uh, archaeologists and uh that's what the Masi warrior clan is all about as well we connect the people in higher academia to the layperson in the community to explain certain things to us that we probably wouldn't get unless we went into a certain field in school. You say you have a master's in what? Project management. Project management, okay. okay. Now real quick, cause I wanna go get to something specifically I wanna talk about. But you said making uh, not black mom and not black dad or having both is what makes you black, right? So now what happens when now we start talking about white grandfather or white great grandfather, when 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 it's not maybe the direct parent, but it's in the lineage somewhere, and it's we all have something in our lineage being African. If my mom is a mulatto and my dad is black, and your mother is black, his dad he I, said I, your I'm mom is a mulatto. My mother is a mulatto. My father is black. What am I? Ah, oh, good question. I always get asked this question. Okay, so mother is mulatto, uh, father is uh, what we would consider African American. I still consider those people black because you have more African or Sub-Saharan African influence in your so genome than you would. You're basing it off what was dominant. So if it's fifty-fifty, you're saying it's fifty-fifty. You're bi mm -hmm. racial. Fifty-fifty okay. if it's biracial. But if I'm if I'm seventy-five, twenty-five, then I'm the seventy-five percent. Is what you're saying. That's what your majority is, you know. Right, that's and what I'm saying. So that, basically, and being that you know we're in this uh, climate where race 
uh, is a social construct and you have to pick one or the other or whatever like that. So I would always say if you have a mulatto mother, which ha also has African influence and a African American father, then I would consider you black. Because then the argument comes, what happens if both of them is mulattoes? And all that type of mulatto. It gets real goofy, you know what I'm saying? The conversation gets real goofy. However, though, I do definitely understand what you're saying. And uh, people definitely gonna take issue with that. Like, oh, I, I'm used to it. That's it's, based on the one drop rule. I agree with you though, because it's based on the one drop rule. Right. But there's something though recently though you've been talking about. Okay. Nah, nah, you got the bang. We was making sure we get the audio. Table and whatnot. You know, we got the audio thing or the mic. Uh, but recently, because I know that one of the things that you 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 base your your, your the stuff you talk about is on research. You base this on research, and mm -hmm. I see that you're really going hard for these vaccinations lately. And I'm me not going hard yet. You said what? You said what? But no, I'm really going hard yet. Not I could have went harder. I say this. Me personally, I'm already just throwing the way off on. I hear vaccination. I'm nope. I don't even want to. Nope. I'm hearing doctors. I doctors devil. Doctor devil. It's like synonymous with. Hey. You know, I see the staff, I see the snake. I'm not even thinking our science. I'm just thinking snake, like there's snakes in there. You understand? Hold up, before, before we get that, before we get there though, tell us, we're gonna, you're gonna get there. You was going, you was going before we get there. Cause we, we got, we got to walk through it, brother. We got to walk through it. How, how was your, how was your home? You came with two parent home? He froze up. My bad. Nah, nah, you, say, cool. you say, you say again? I said, okay. I said, uh, I said, how was your, how was your home? How, how was you, how were you raised? Oh, that's interesting. Two, two, two uh, parent so home. Yeah. I was raised primarily by my mother until I was about 13. Uh, and then my father came back into my life. Uh, so then, uh, you know, it was kind of split time between uh, both parents. Uh, my father had remarried. Uh, so uh, it was kind of, you know, on the weekends or, or extended holidays with my father and then the rest of the time with my mother. How did you think that influenced your, your thinking and who you are today? Yeah, yeah, the, the co-parenting. Uh, my mother's family is distinctly different from my father. My father was born in a, a city called Banjul in uh, West Africa with, in a country called Gambia. Okay. So um, I was very uh, caught between the African-American and strictly African culture. So uh, I have, it broadened my horizons, really. Uh, I have a wide range of experience given how I grew up. How do, how do you uh, you feel about your father? Like y'all cool? How was your relationship? No, I love my father. Um, my father gave me the, the greatest gift um, that I could ever ask for and that is knowing exactly where my African roots come from. Mm -hmm. And when you said he he was gone too, he was uh what you said thirteen. He was completely out of your life, or you, how explain? That? Uh, my mother and father were beefing. Okay. Uh, so so we know how that go. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, beefing over money, beefing over the relationship, beefing over all types of stuff. So um, it was a point in my life where. You know, uh, I just didn't see him. He he lived in Detroit. I knew he lived in Detroit, but um, they hadn't come to an agreement about us seeing each other and what that looked like. So uh, that's where that was at that point in time. Okay, cool. Let's 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 get into. So what what did what do your parents do for a living? What did they do for a living? Uh, my father was kind of a track of all trades. You name it, he did it. Uh, <laughs> and my mother was an educator. Um, my mother was an educator in Atlanta public schools for uh, 20 some years. I knew the education part was gonna come. That's why I was doing my lawyer thing. I knew that was gonna come out somewhere. Somebody was an educator <laughs> <laughs> because you was you were saying you using the SAT words and you you using uh, systems and how you explain yourself and all that. So let's get into the vaccines though. But go ahead, Che Black. You was you was saying repeat your question because I guess we got we gonna have to edit it anyway. <laughs> I was just, you know, I know um, the brother's been going hard about the vaccines and whatnot lately. Like he said uh, he hasn't been going hard, but I've been following, I follow the brother on social media 
and I've seen them. And it's like me personally, I'm like, I hear vaccine. Like I said, I hear doctor, I hear devil. I, I'm not with none of that. So what is it that makes you feel so safe about these vaccinations? Okay. Um, first, I want to go back in order for us to go, you know, to the current question. Uh, first of all, Wait, go when you talk about vaccines, you're talking about inoculation. Inoculation is something that was foreign uh, to Europeans and many other groups of people until Africans came on the scene. Uh, there was a one particular African name. Uh, what is his name? Ominous, I believe, is what they named him. Um, this was in Boston. There was a big outbreak of smallpox. Nobody knew how to cure it. At that point in time, if you got smallpox, your life expectancy was, was dramatic. You know, you, you, you was probably going to die. This African slave knew how to cure it. He told his slave master that he knew how to cure it. His slave master trusted him because he didn't have no choice. <laughs> What that brother did worked. And what that slave master did was spread that knowledge all throughout anybody that would listen, anybody that could hear. He's like, I got this slave. He know how to beat smallpox. Man, he's unbelievable. That inoculation foundation is the foundation for what we have for vaccines today. Because what that slave did was rubbed the pus from the wounds that they got from smallpox on the individuals that had it, introducing a bit of the problem to the system. So it would do what? Create antibodies against the disease. It's exactly what vaccines do. Without that inoculation, there is no vaccines there is no shots. There is no penicillin. What there slave is no was this? Huh? What slave had done this? Or the, I believe his name is Ominous or... Uh, give, me, give me one second. Uh, you gotta have your, your pen and pad out when this brother speaks. Um, I will get that name for you before this is complete because uh, I do have it in my notes. Um, it's, it's spelled kind of weird. It's like O-M-I-N-E-S-C-U-S or something like that. Um, but yeah, but he wasn't the first of his kind. He didn't look up on this because if you figure out where this brother came from, he came from Nigeria. He was a Yoruba person. The Yoruba have a deity devoted to smallpox. They call him Sakpanya or Obaluaye. Obaluaye is the deity of smallpox, of healing, of disease. And these priests of this divinity heal people from this disease the exact same way that he did. So he knew what he was doing for a reason. He was a part of a culture, a culture that had already combated this problem and knew how to solve it. And without his knowledge, we don't have vaccines today at all. So I wanna make it clear on this broadcast, Vaccinations is an African practice, is of African creation. They have tricked us off of our own stuff. That's why people, oh, it's the white man that. No, no, science is an African thing. Well, they trick this. you out of being involved oh. in science. <laughs> I'll say this because I don't, I don't, I don't personally believe that any of that is the white man's anything. You know, however. The white man has been the one who's been administering administering these 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 vaccines, and the white mm -hmm. man. So anyone who has a distrust for the the white man or this white boy, anyone who has that distrust for this white boy is gonna look at it and say, okay, well, regardless if we created it or not, mm -hmm. just like we created a lot of things that they've turned around and ultimately used and weaponized against us. So although we may have created the inoculation in the process of vaccination, it's not part of fetch to say that they're gonna they can take the same process that we created, weaponize it, and use it against us. And then okay. even say, hey, y'all created it, so you should even be more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. First of all, I don't ask people to trust anything. 
I don't trust anything and nobody. What I ask people to do is to be uh, get a competency upon how vaccines work, how this specific vaccine works when we talk about the COVID vaccine, do your research, become competent in a manner in which you can explain it, understand it, and make an empowered decision for yourself. I don't trust nothing. He sound like me. Nobody. <laughs> he sound like My me. wife will tell you. I ask a hundred questions. I'll be like, so you went at five o'clock, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Uh, that's that's me. I, I don't trust nothing. That's just how I am. But what I do believe in is an evidence, research, analysis, things that we can put together, how we can solve problems, how we can say, is this safe for African people? So me being me, I'm a former military man, right? Mm -hmm. I was in the military for four years. I was in the army. Anybody that knows when you get in the army, you get vaccinations, no question about it. It's not negotiable, it's not, it's mandated. Unless you have a specific allergy to a specific vaccine, you get in the vaccine. My yellow card is probably longer than, than uh, R. Kelly's arrest record with little kids. <laughs> <laughs> so mm -hmm. I didn't got almost every vaccination you can think of. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask yourself, a world power like the United States of America, why would they give their fighting force something that would kill them? Mm -hmm. That doesn't make much sense. And there's all types of people in the military, all types of races. None of them die from vaccinations. In fact, if you have a reaction to a vaccination, that's putting your permanent record. You can never get this vaccination again. Exactly. And I've seen that happen. I had a buddy that had a vaccination to the polio vaccine. And you're probably thinking, why the hell was he getting a polio vaccine? Because we were going to an area that still had polio. We got a lot of freedoms in America. Because of science, we don't have polio. We don't have to worry about polio. We stomped that out. But other countries haven't. They still got them problems. So I saw him, he got allergic reaction to the, to the polio vaccine because the polio vaccine is grown in eggs. He's allergic to eggs. That is what reacted with him. He can't get that vaccine no more. Everywhere he goes, is gonna be a red flag when they look his name up. So that's the fighting force for the country, right? We're talking about Navy, Army, Marines, Air Force, Coast Guard, everybody. They get mandatory vaccinations, no questions asked. You gotta get it, but they're dangerous. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, there's been a lot of controversy over what's inside the vaccinations. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know that's coming. You know all of that shit is coming. I so, mean, so specifically, specifically for the COVID vaccination. When you now, we talk about the COVID, I don't. The COVID is like the, the issue that a lot of people have with the COVID shit is it's so new. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. The COVID, it's, the COVID comes out, hits the scene from China somewhere. It was rushed. Now we right. know the COVID, like, you know, there's not enough time. They didn't develop it. Exactly. Right. Now you got some shit. Now they can develop a, a vaccine for the COVID nineteen. We know mm -hmm. the goddamn Corona been around since since whenever. Well, first of all, let me let me correct you on that. This version of COVID nineteen is called COVID nineteen for a reason. This hasn't been around for a long since twenty nineteen. That's exactly. why it's called 20 COVID-19. So, so Corona is a broad umbrella of a lot of different viruses. Right, right. This specific COVID-19 just developed, but that's what viruses do. So that they makes it even more of a, if the COVID just developed, now it's like, well, wait a minute, this shit just developed and you just developed the vaccination. Okay. And I'm supposed to trust so, you. So let me adjust so that. I gotta trust you devils on two levels. So let me, I gotta let me trust you with the disease and I got the, the fact that y'all didn't even start this shit and that it ain't your damn vaccination. Let me, I know yeah. you don't trust nobody, but go ahead. Let me, let me, let me just oh. jump in real quick. So you probably gonna add on too. So a, a part of the, the vaccines or why why so fast uh, was one, because it's all hands on deck. That was one of the things like, all right, we gotta get this vaccine out. Also, they were working on other, they already had strands of the Corona, right? Not Corona, I mean, not COVID-19, but they had the strand already. So it was already in production. Yeah. Basically, 
it's the it's really the same process. It just doesn't hasn't had um as much um what what you call it? What's the name I'm looking for when it, um it's in the field um research not research what what is it called when they tested on people um trials yeah yeah clinical trials. clinical trials they just haven't they just they just uh lessen the, the the clinical trial just for it to be fda approved but it's still the same process they just sped it up faster than everybody was hands on deck so it's still the same process you normally would get just don't have as many clinical trials that the normal vaccine will get am let i right me, let me add on uh to that uh First, I want to say that uh, viruses are as old as cells. Viruses evolved with us. Okay. So everybody believes in balance, right? Right. Virus is the balance. They try to kill us. They try to take us out. We try to keep living. We advance science. We come up with ways to solve that problem. And, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's SARS, the Marbug, avian flu pig flu or whatever there will be another virus after covid <laughs> because that's yeah. what I, mean, I, mean, I, I like you man i like this you is man definitely the, the, the oh, history well, well, let me finish oh, let me finish, let me yeah, finish. Go. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah, go ahead so, go ahead. so they're just like the there are viruses that helped our cells evolve there are viruses that also try to kill us when viruses mutate, it's not always for the best. Sometimes they mutate and kill themselves. So viruses are a thing that we're gonna to have to deal with our entire lives. Africans knew this from antiquity. That's why they venerated some viruses. As I was talking about the deity, Obaluaye, but I didn't explain his name. His name means king of earth. Why is he king of earth? Because when it hits the fan, the earth is shut down. We see it right now. You can't, you can't go nowhere. Where's your mask, brother? Where's this? Where you, you can't come in here without all? He shuts it down. And they knew that. That's why they called it king of earth. So I, wanna, I also want to discuss the development of vaccines. First of all, I want to say shout out to the Nigerian sister that developed the Moderna vaccination. Uh, second of all, I want to say that science is a body of knowledge in which anybody can come behind somebody else and test their product. If the product fails, we now have a problem and that product is removed. So I want to be clear. This vaccination went through all of the proper protocols that regular vaccinations go through. It was just on an expediary timeline given the current condition. That's why it is actually not approved by the FDA. It's approved for emergency use by the FDA. And the current condition that we have qualifies as an emergency. So I wanted to make that clear because I don't hide anything from anybody. So when you go to sign up for this vaccination, they give you a whole packet before you get even in the room. They be like, boom, read this. They give you everything that's in here, all of the ingredients. They give, they ask you questions. You know, are you pregnant? Are you allergic to this? Are you allergic to that? Can, can you not eat this? Have you ever fell out after getting a shot? Have you ever did this? Have you ever did that? If all of that is no, they say, okay, you qualify for the vaccination. If one of those is yes, they'd be like, I'm, I'm sorry, we can't, we can't risk it. Or let's say, all of yours is no, but you got a further question. You like, uh, okay, I'm taking this medication. Is this safe to take with the vaccination? They bring you in the back and they give you a consultation. And they ask you, what specific medicine are you taking? And you go, oh, I'm taking uh, this for high blood pressure. And they, they go to work, they look through all this stuff and they say, okay, nothing reactionary with high blood pressure and this vaccination. Are you satisfied with our answers? You the one gotta be satisfied. You the one that gotta say yes, because if you don't say yes, at this stage of the game, they can't give you the vaccination. You're the one in power here. You can say, hell no, walk out. You cannot show up no penalty here. 
but they go through every step with you and show you everything that is in this vaccination. After you receive the vaccination, you will sit down. They will watch you for 15 minutes. If you have a history of allergic reactions, they will watch you for 25 minutes. Are you good? Pick your head up, move your arms. Do you feel woozy? Do you feel faint? These are How all, you feeling? And these are all from your personal experiences taking the vaccination. Absolutely. Um, that dude, every time I looked up from my phone, he was staring me right in my face like, you good? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's kind of weird to be watched like this, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, yeah, how did you feel? You took the, you took the shot. No shaking and nothing. I seen the. No, I didn't. One, the one chick she passed I out. Didn't, shit. I didn't shake her. The, the only side effect that I can say that I had, which is a common side effect, is pain at ejection point. I don't really count that as a side effect because it's something. You're talking about the pain when you got the shot, when the shot, when the shit went inside of you. No. It, it, it'll happen later. Uh, you'll you'll just feel like a little soreness. Oh, like where you were shot at, though. Right. But, but where the shot was at. That, yes. that That's normal, though. That would, yeah, that would, yeah. That that's would what I'm normal. saying. I don't really count that as a side effect, but but medical research departments do count that as a side effect. In and fact, that's the only side effect that you side effect. Pain and injection point. Uh, some people feel a little weak. Some people feel feverish for 48 hours, and then they're back to normal. I didn't feel any of that. I just had the pain at ejection point and I went to work the next day. So uh, I didn't how have many days ago? How long ago uh, did you this take the eighth day, eighth day post vaccination? Oh, so you already had the vaccine. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, you said you yeah, said yeah. it's based Person, on personal um freeze yeah, frozen, yeah. So it's gonna be at a point. You still with us? You still did with you us? have that? Oh, and I'll say the answers and it'll say, okay, you can get the second dose of the COVID shot. Repeat repeat what you said about from the eighth day because you, you broke up. Oh, this is my eighth day post-COVID vaccination. So uh, I've been doing a, a daily checkup on uh, Facebook. I started on Instagram, but they kicked me off. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I've been doing a daily checkup, just showing people my results. I'm not trying to convince anybody to do anything. What I'm trying to do is empower you with information and you make that decision for yourself. Because what I notice in the black community, when I start talking about vaccines, people check out. And the first thing that they bring up is Tuskegee. Well, not just the black, but it's really the conscious black community. Let's really be honest. It's not even just that brother. It's any black person you meet. They gonna say, oh no brother, you know what they did to us in Tuskegee. And I have come to find out that no one has read what happened in Tuskegee. That's a fact. Yo, you sound like me, man. I like this guy, man. <laughs> like nobody. Like, like, cause I say, I say, so what happened in Tuskegee? They gave them people syphilis down there and they, and they died. <laughs> well, I, I know what happened in Tuskegee. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask Shay Black Let this. me say it for the listening oh, audience because they probably thinking, you know, the norm. In Tuskegee, they sent black doctors into neighborhoods that were, had high syphilis rates recruited black people specifically for this trial, which means they already had syphilis when they showed up. Now, the sinister thing that white folks did, because I'm not letting them off. The yeah, hook. don't let these mother, yeah, they're not they, getting off the hook. They lied and lured people into this study on false pretenses. They said that they would treat these people with syphilis, right? They did not have anything for syphilis at the time. They had placebos and they watched the results. They watched these people die, even to the point where uh, penicillin became available. They still didn't give these people penicillin. They still watched them die. There was a soldier in the group. He became a soldier. He left the study group and became a soldier. So when he joined the army, they gave him penicillin. So he was like, wait, I don't have, you know, my side effects. And they was like, yeah, we gave you penicillin. We noticed you had syphilis. He was blown away because he didn't know that there was a cure. So what did he do? He tried to come back and get some of his people out of that study and take them to the army hospital. But you know what they got to the army hospital? None of those people from the study could receive the vaccination because they were on a list. They were on a list. They belonged to this study. 
do not vaccinate these individuals. That's the vaccination how, that's was how for syphilis. This was a syphilis. This was a syphilis vaccination. Syphilis. syphilis. But you gotta understand syphilis in that day. Not nah, back. It wasn't was, it was deadly. Yeah. If you go untreated with syphilis, you can right, die. right. You went crazy. You went crazy. You lost your mind. You right. went. You, so, you bugged. You bugged the fuck out. Right. You went crazy. So you know that 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 study is what black people use to be against vaccinations. But it wasn't the vaccination. That was plain good old racism. <laughs> that was plain good old white folks doing what they do. It was not the vaccination because they weren't giving them a vaccination. No, I, I know they weren't giving them a vaccination. They were withholding the treatment that would have cured them to so they can see right. what this what the right. disease would actually do to right. the body by withholding it. They didn't actually now, let me ask inject you this, them. If I watch some black people doing this for maybe one year, two years, I know the results, right? I know they're going to die. Why did I keep it going for 10 years? You're talking about the study? Yeah. Why am I, if I know that I'm going to watch them die, why keep the study going for, for 10 years? Going inside of that's, their brain? Why are they keeping the, the study going part. for 10 years? That's the evil part right there. That's what we I fight mean. every day. That's the thing we fight with the police, the intent to do evil acts. So we can't let them off the hook because it was evil. It doesn't even make sense scientifically to continue a study for so 10 years when you knew what would happen in the first two. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Understanding that we don't think scientifically, holistically as a people, but they are, are, are very scientifical in every approach to everything that they apply. Now, understanding that, right? That we know, for example, I'm lactose intolerant. I know a lot of Europeans who aren't. You know, you understand what I'm saying? What is it? 95% of them aren't, and 95% of us are, and you know, vice versa. What that? Yeah, we're we're about 85%. I'm sorry, 89% uh, lactose intolerant Europeans uh, as a whole. We're talking about all nations of Europe. Right, 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 right. Only around 45, maybe 50. Uh, but if you find the average person in America, they're not going to be an average white person in America. They're probably not going to be lactose intolerant. Uh, so now we're average black person, they will be, you know. Now we're able to pinpoint the difference in genetics through race, through race, or the mm -hmm. difference in the, the, the human body and the effects of certain things. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about scientists now. We're talking about a scientist who is who is not possibly as most likely trying to figure out what can I put in the water that both of y'all can drink it, but only he dies. You understand what so, I'm saying? So so this, I'm just gonna pivot a little bit, and I, I see where you're going with it. Cause you, you I'm said, not trying to get too spooky. I'm just yeah, being. Nah, no, no, nah. but, but but I want to say quickly before you go, uh, race specific weapons don't exist. And race the reason why weapons I, don't exist. We gotta talk. Yeah, like, like if yeah, I nah, put nah. this in the water, if I put this in the water and it's only gonna affect black people, that doesn't exist. The reason why is because all races on the planet Earth are 98 percent the same. Yeah, they so they they are they are they are trying to develop ethnic weapons though, and I, I can see some research. They who are is, trying. Who is they? The, the uh these these uh countries these, these governments. I'll send it to you. It's um oh, I, I've seen trials where they've tried, but you know what yeah. they keep finding out? It's gonna hurt us too. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I'm just saying I'm just saying they, they so they are trying it at this point oh, yeah, in time. I definitely yeah. Okay, I can see. So that. now, so but what I was gonna pivot from is that um what what Chase what Chase getting at is is general distrust of the white man, the devil. Everybody. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not telling nobody to trust nobody. <laughs> but when I went in there, I wasn't coming in there like, man, I hope this shit worked. I'm a little nervous. I came in there already knowing what it was, how it worked, what messenger RNA was, what the spike protein was, how it was built, the design. I knew all of that. Yeah, so this is Dr. Sentences, and he was like, Why do you know all of this? I was like, Because it's my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. So I, th I think my issue with it all, because I, I, you know, you you actually was well researching and, and well more uh, informed than I am on the actual process of it, because I haven't done it, right? But my issue with us, and when I say us, I'm, I'm saying black people, right. is that my. 
it's, it's a holistic issue. It's like we don't trust the government when it's convenient. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so it's, so it's like, you know, like, so for example, we you still going to the grocery store. Yeah, you still going to the grocery store. You still you still smoke cigarettes. Although it's a Surgeon General warning straight on that joint, we still be like, nah, we ain't do that. We still drinking, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff, it has to go through the process to even be on the shelves, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yes. I, I get it based on, you know, the, the history most of- most importantly, brother, most black people you meet, you meet when you was born, you got all your shots. That's a fact, it's 100% fact, yeah. And you still walking around fine but this particular one is the one you take issue with. I can understand if people say, you know, they don't know the process, but my thing is get educated on the process because the, in the education, you will see how things are made and how they work. Like if you ask people, hey, how is this vaccine gonna prevent you from getting COVID? Because people don't know. Mm -hmm. Is this vaccine, does this vaccine, because I've heard people tell me, well, I don't want to even be exposed to a little bit of a COVID. That's not how this vaccine works. Mm. There's no COVID in this vaccine. This vaccine is a messenger RNA vaccination, meaning it's sending a message to your cells, replicating the same spike protein that's in Corona that would ordinarily get you sick. It replicates that in your body. It builds antibodies. It's actually tricking your body into thinking it's already got COVID. So your body will be like, oh, we got to develop antibodies. Now, if you've already had So COVID. when you see COVID, when your body sees COVID again, it's going to beat it up because it's already ready for it because you tricked your body. You sent a message to your body that said, hey, when you see this dude come in, tear him up. Now see. And that's what your body's doing. It's giving your body the power to prevent infection. Now, you said it's building the antibodies. What about those who have had the COVID? Okay, so people that have already had COVID uh, beat it successfully, thank uh, goodness that you did, uh, they will have antibodies for up to three months max. Three that's months just how natural years. antibodies work. About, but yeah, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. So what you're telling me is if I had this shit last year, I can get it now, right now. Yes, and the second time you get it may not 100%, but may be worse than the first time you got it. So Chase, you got you you had it pretty bad, so you're gonna have to- I had it pretty bad. You had the virus? I had it pretty bad. I thought that, I was gonna die, brother. I thought he, I had that, he had that vid, yo. <laughs> I had the vid, man. Hey, I, hey, I swear to God. If you man, but listen, go I didn't have it when they knew what it was, though. Listen, I went to the doctor, they told me I had- um, Yeah, you had the vid. I had the flu-like, I had the flu-like bronchitis, but yeah, it wasn't bronchitis yeah. and it wasn't the flu. Yeah, yeah. Me, that's, that's when they were still trying to figure out what is this. This was yeah. back in this was back in, in this December of last year, not last year, December 19. of nineteen. He, this so he, was December he caught, of nineteen. He caught the vid nineteen. My whole house got yeah. it. The lady I was dealing with, she got it. Uh, yeah, you know I mean, we all survived. But for me, I thought it was over. I never dealt with that much mucus in my system ever. Yeah. I remember having, uh, I've had pneumonia before. It yeah. was similar to that. It was a similar feeling to that as far as- And there's something called post-COVID pneumonia as well. Because when I got the pneumonia, the thing with what it was, it was the fact that I didn't take care of it. Right. You know, and because I didn't take care of it, I'm thinking I'm gonna get better. I'm not getting better. Weeks are going by and it's like, yo, I finally come into the doctor in the hospital because I'm that whoa, one. Whoa, 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 you went to the what? Yeah, I was just about to, I'm telling you, this is what I'm telling you. I'm that one. <laughs> so it took that. It took it took me shivering for about two days, three days straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not breaking this. Like, I went about two weeks, couldn't break this, I couldn't break it. I'm trying to act like I'm not sick, going out, acting like everything is cool. And Infected everybody. You know, I'm looking like, I'm looking like Doc Holiday from damn on when Doc Holiday was in Tombstone. I'm walking around shivering and acting like everything is cool because I'm still being me with it. You feel me? Yeah. So, so look, I get back and that's when I finally said I go to the doctor. When I went to the doctor, they told me, bro, you could have died. You understand what I'm saying? They told me, they said, you didn't come in. And this was the, the pneumonia. Mm -hmm. with, the, with the COVID, it was the same. I said, man, I got the damn pneumonia again. So, so it wasn't me, going nowhere. Oh, it does. 
Yeah. What COVID does is, and why it's so deadly, it starts ripping apart at your cells and your lungs. So you start having floaters amongst the mucus. Mm. So you start having problems breathing. You know, you can't breathe that well now. Mm -hmm. So now what they got to put you on, they got to put you on a respirator. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, you get on that respirator, you're you probably die. not getting off. Yeah, you're going to die. They say they saying like the new research is saying don't put people on a respirator, let their body. Yeah, I mean, it's this 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 virus. Uh, and, and, and you know, I know people love to hate this guy because of uh, a lot of conspiracy theories. But uh, Bill Gates was coming with this mm. fucking Bill Gates last year. Well, the year before the virus, he went to go see President Trump. He said, hey, President Trump, do you got a minute? Mm -hmm. I have a scientific team that's been working on this since SARS. And they all tell me that SARS has an ancestor that's going to hit us hard and we need to be prepared. Well, Mr. 45th didn't take Mr. Gates too seriously. Uh, there's also a TED talk with Bill Gates, right? From 2015, right? It sounded like Man, that. the same thing. <laughs> like, uh, you like 2015. Uh, Y'all prepared. This is not no joke. I got a whole team of people smarter than me saying it's coming, and it's not just him. There's a there's a book called uh, "Germs Are Deadliest Enemy." Mm -hmm. Purchase that on Amazon. Uh, the dude all in the book saying the same thing. If you think this is over. It's not. There's also a book called uh, Microbes saying the same thing. Scientists knew that something was coming. They just couldn't get the funding or anybody in the higher echelons of, of CDC or, or you know the people that make the decisions to give them the tools to develop this sooner. But if you talk to an epidemiologist, a virologist, uh, even a geneticist, they knew something was going to come because they could tell how the SARS acted and how it mutated. Nobody took it seriously. We're in the position we're in now. So, so my, my, my message is take this seriously, people. Uh, wear your mask. Uh, and if you get, you know, uh, if, if you get enough information and you're comfortable, you know, do what you got to do. I'm, like I said, I'm not here to convince anybody but you have to get studied up and educated on this because a lot of the things that we are taught, especially in the conscious community about medicine is not correct. Mm, let's it end it on that. Let's end it on that. Let's end it on that. Let's end it on that. It has, agenda. It has a bias. Well, we'll be back. With we'll be back, back. So check, so check. Like, he's talking about a couple of things that I want to touch up when we come back with this really? brother again on a later date, because I want to talk about other things with the brother, African spirituality. I want to talk about, I want to talk about the science versus all the pseudo shit that's been going on and the way the brother been doing. But I definitely enjoyed the shit out of this conversation. So let me ask you this in closing, Che. What's up? Are you going to take the, are you going to get the vaccine? Fuck no, I ain't getting shit. <laughs> Uh, man, I, uh, <laughs> so, so what's the alternative? I'm gonna keep eating my tangent on my oranges every morning. Oh so my! This brother I'm said keep, oranges. I'm gonna keep, keep eating my oranges every morning. Yeah. So, so my yeah, apple. I'm gonna yeah. keep my slices of apples in my. Yo, he said apple. That one even got citrus yeah, in it. <laughs> I got the citrus and I got the alkaline. The apple yeah, with the alkaline. Yeah. I, mean, I know a little bit of something now. Yeah. The Black Panther, give give us on uh, where they can find but you. But we gonna talk more though. I'm not saying you can't convince me, but we gonna talk more on this stuff. Okay, uh, my YouTube. No, no, no. Quick, quick question before you before you go on that. I okay. hope you can go ahead and answer. Five. Why they kicked you off IG, man? Okay, IG has a lot of new guidelines. Uh, I suggest that you Google IG new guidelines because if you DM more than twenty people, like more than twenty posts in an hour. Uh, delete more than a hundred people an hour, your account can be disabled. And uh, if they think you are a bot, not a real person, they will delete your account completely. Got you. Cool. So it wasn't because I was pro black or speaking about vaccine. <laughs> no, it was because they got new credentials that that you know I violated. Uh, being oh, ignorant of. oh, before you give them where they can find you, um, uh, because I know some people are not going to read the description and, and, and stuff. Tell them where they can find the research. Just give them like a couple websites where they can start on their research and do their own homework on, on the vaccine. I'll give them an easy one. WebMD. 
It's the easiest <laughs> one you can go to. Everybody goes on there for everything else, right? I'm coughing what I got. Uh, let me go on WebMD and see what they say. You can go on there and, and read about uh, COVID-19 and how it uh, works. You go to CDC website, they got a lot of great information. You can go on World Health Organization, they got a lot of great information. And if you don't wanna do any of that and you want a blackface, you can always come to the Mossy Warrior Clan channel where we do uh, a program called Science with Sean, which is one of my comrades on the Mossy Warrior Clan where he breaks it down Barney style for the lay person. So uh, come to the Mossy Warrior Clan YouTube channel. Just type that in in the uh, search spell, bar. Spell Mossy Clan. Spell it for him. M O S S I W A R R I O R C L A N. Mossy Warrior Clan. Type that in the space bar. So, uh, Science with Sean. Great uh, program where he breaks down all the scientific principles for the, the person that is not in that field. And what? And tell them where you could where they where else they could find you, and if you got anything to plug, plug it. Okay, um, you can find me on YouTube as well. Uh, B L A K P A N T H A. That's my YouTube channel. You can always find me in the Monster Warrior Clan YouTube channel. Uh, I produce two Pan African journals uh, called Killmonger's Corner. If you type that in in Amazon, it'll come right up, and uh, you can purchase uh, my Pan African journal there. You can also uh, type in Spears of the Mossy, which is a three uh, series book that I've involved in with the Kofi Pichet research team. That's on Amazon as well. And just look out for us, man. We produce content. We ain't just no internet people running our mouths. We produce books, over 19 books produced. So you can find them all on Amazon. Oh, good looking out with Shay. What you got? Any, any parting words since you're not gonna take the vaccine? Uh, I mean, we're gonna talk more. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk more. I'm gonna follow the brother. I've been, I've been following the brother's journey with the with the vaccine. Okay. You know, and I'm gonna continue to follow and see what's going on with it. And uh, you know, I don't know. I might have to go somewhere where they tell me to take it. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean, and that's different. But you know, other than yeah. that, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee myself just. You know, I don't do things unnecessary in my book, and I'm not convinced that I need to take this. But I'm not the scientist. Well, I'm a scientist, but this isn't my field of science right here. So. Gotcha. I'm not gonna act like it is. I'm gonna listen to what brothers like uh Black Panther has to say. I'm also listening to what people who have other who on the opposite side have to say. There's gotcha. a lot of stuff going on. We're gonna talk about that some other time though. I'm just glad that he came over here and explained a lot of stuff. It made sense to me. I gotcha. appreciate his time. Now you look at you look at he got the Gucci glasses on from the conscious community. I just saw that. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to hide that, brother. To look at his face. You know? <laughs> I had him for years, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got, the, you got so, the Gucci glasses. Gucci, Gucci is good, but something to save your life, ain't? Yo, Gucci, I think he was gay, too, bro. But we ain't going to talk about that later. That's how we doing. That's how we doing now, right? <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, Black Panther. Oh, thanks, brother, for doing the show. I know you could have been anywhere. Time is valuable, and I appreciate you coming on. We got to get you back on. And, um... Shay Black, thank you again for doing it. You know what I'm saying? This is like our fifth. He's supposed to be my uh, co-host, but you know what I mean? He's missing an accident and all that sometimes. Now I'm lying. It'll be me. But um, thanks again, man. And um, send me all your information. And again, if you like this podcast, you like it's going to be some visuals. You like the visuals. You want more of this content. Uh, please like, rate, review, and most importantly, share. And I'm going to start putting links into like where you can support this brother. So Send me your link. Shay, you send me your link. Y'all cash apps or whatever. And let's keep moving forward, man. All right, peace.